Hi, good day everyone. I am Simon Dawson, Senior Lecturer at Cardiff Metropolitan University. Today I'm joined by Steve Osborne, the Commercial Development Director for the Aurora Ceres Partnership. Steve, welcome and thank you for talking to me today. No, thanks, Simon. Good to see you again. Yes, good to see you as well, yes. So first, I'd like you, if you could just explain a little bit about what you do, please. Yeah, sure. Um, well, the Aurora Ceres Partnership is um, myself and my wife, Naomi, and we are essentially innovation consultants um, and we focus particularly on technology scouting um, for the food and drink industry. Oh, fantastic. So how did you get into this line of work then? Um, well, it's been quite a long journey. I've been in the food and drink industry for 25 years now um, in a variety of development and technical roles in um, confectionery technical management and development roles and I was also with Leatherhead Food Research in a, a variety of sort of business and innovation type roles. Naomi's background is slightly different, she's actually a mathematician um, but um, we put our combined skills together to focus on providing research services for the food and drink industry. Um, so five and a half years ago uh, we joined forces and formed our own company and uh, the rest is history. Brilliant. So what made you change then from working for uh, like a specific company to setting up your own business? I think it's the variety that we liked. Um, the idea of taking on short, sharp projects um, with a very specific focus um, is very appealing. Um, having that control of your own destiny um, and running your own business is always particularly exciting. Um, being able to build something um, together was was always something we wanted to do. So this was a um, a good way forward for us, um, and it also gets you out of the office politics as well. <laughs> yeah, see what you mean. Yeah. So, what kind of uh, essential skills then do you use on a regular basis that help with your 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 consultancy job? It, there's uh, a few things that we we sort of rely on. Um, one of the key ones is knowledge of the food and drink industry, um, knowing all the, the right people, um, a good broad understanding of the processes and the products and the ingredients, knowing some of the dark corners to go and look for things and to source things, um, but then also a good structured organization um, and attention to detail to, to sort of provide that insight into um the the research that we're doing and the scouting activity that we're doing and what we find is sort of being very organized is is particularly important so as we go through our projects and identify the the technologies and the process that may well solve those um that the big challenges it's being able to curate them and translate them into something that other people can understand and show them that it's applicable to their uh, to their project I see. I see. So do you get to do much travelling then with, with this sort of role? Um, a little. We do tend to go to a number of the trade shows, um, particularly in Europe. So in recent years, we, we've travelled to um, Frankfurt, to the Health Ingredients um, Show, um, and to Geneva, to the Vita Food Show, for... Um, which is a, a show particularly focused on functional ingredients um, and then to the sort of the big uh, food and drink trade shows um, in the UK. But one thing we do benefit from is the 
the, the large number of online platforms that are available that allow us to um, either search academic materials or food ingredient food ingredient databases. Um, so so much of what we actually do is is home based and computer based. So we always say that technology scouting sounds very exciting, but the truth of it is, it's usually um, myself and Naomi sat in front of a computer like. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a there's a lot of time spent at home focusing on the on the the research activity and desk based research. Fantastic. So what kind of challenges then uh, do you think come up with this sort of thing? The big challenges. That's an interesting question. It's the it's often sort of trying to meet the expectations of the client. There's always that search for the magic bullet to say, well, can we make products healthier, taste nicer, suitable for sports nutrition or healthy aging or whatever it might be. And the belief that there's that magic bullet out there um, and the big challenge sometimes is, is trying to find that magic bullet or um, communicate effectively to the client that it just doesn't exist to the best best will in the world just because they've asked for it it doesn't mean it exists um so it, it's finding the right solutions is the is the big challenge fantastic so is there any sort of extracurricular activities that you could advise that would help a student in their current position yeah i think from a, a student's um, perspective and and fledgling food industry professionals, I would recommend that they get out to the trade shows um, and meet people and look because they're, they're great places for um, great places for new ingredient launches and promotions and new products. So it gives you a good opportunity to see um, at first hand what's new and what's available and what's possible. But it also gives the opportunity to to meet people as well uh, and find the right people and understand what's going on. So when we're allowed to in the future, yeah, get, get out to the trade shows and just have a look and understand what's possible. Um, and then look at the online resources. There's a great number of media resources out there um, and there's a number of ingredients databases that are available that are reasonably free to access. And I would recommend looking at those, reading around those, following up on some of the news articles and looking in more depth at some of the companies and and just showing an interest and taking that time out to read wider outside their academic works and look at some of the um, industry news feeds that are out there and and take the time to learn from it and see see what's happening. Good, yeah, yeah. That's good. So for any current students are those that are potentially graduating and, and coming into their first sort of jobs. Is there any sort of like tips or advice you can give them or things that they can put into their CV or cover letter in order to help them get their first, you know, their foot in the door? I think showing that they understand how the industry works um, is going to be key um, and being able to translate what experience that they've got um, into real world scenarios or other world scenarios um, and an example of how not to do it um, I, I interviewed uh, a young lady many years ago um, and her only experience was 
that she'd worked in um, uh, as a waitress in a, in a catering kitchen. Um, and I was recruiting for a, a young technologist, um, quality assurance assistant. And I asked what she'd learned from that experience that would be applicable in a food factory. Um, and I was looking for some of the simplest real world examples that, that she might have learned from working in a catering facility, such as washing hands, wearing a hairnet, wearing overalls, maybe even things like HACCP if we were going into a lot of detail. Um, and, and her response was, I don't know. And obviously it was a big fail. She she had gone through all the simple things about, you know, basic food hygiene. Um, and she could have shown that experience. And I, I think the, the first thing I would say is going into those interviews, make sure you look at what experience you have and how those things that you've learned apply to the role that you're applying for. And yeah, it might be that you've worked as a waitress or a, or a waiter in a catering facility, but scale up what you did into a factory and try and uh, try and learn from those experiences and being able to show that you understand the principles and the processes that are involved will go a long way in impressing your interviewer. Fantastic. I think that's a good point because, you know, transferable skills are, are, are really important, but I do think a lot of people don't understand that one thing can relate to something else. Absolutely. Yeah. So unless they think about it, you know, completely because I think, you know, people like our students and those that are, that are young and first getting their career, those that are interviewing them don't expect them to have years of experience in the food industry. No, not at all. I mean, absolutely. They're, you can see they have no experience from their um, from their CV. You, you know that. The, the reason you're taking them on is because you're looking for somebody to shape and develop and, and grow within that role. Um, but you want them to be able to apply what skills they've got to the, the role that's in front of them. And what that just showed to me was that she didn't really know what job she was applying for and hadn't really given it very much thought. And the simplest thing would have would have moved us on to the next, que next question instead of getting a big red cross. Yeah, yeah, right there. Uh, Steve, it's been great talking to you today. I think you've given some really interesting advice uh, for anybody, you know, looking to get into this sort of career as well. So thank you and good luck with the uh, Aurora Ceres partnership and I uh, hope to see you again soon. Yeah, well, it'll be good to catch up at some point in the near future, Simon. And uh, thanks for the opportunity to share what wisdom I might have. Fantastic. Well, if, if you're ever in South Wales when we uh, open up again, please feel free to come in and talk to our students. Well, I think I can get to Wales, but I'm not allowed back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cheers, Thank and you. Simon. Speak soon. Cheers. Cheers.